I'm Peter Gelman of Palmerston Group Advisors. When one thinks about risk, it's worth making a distinction between short-term risk and long-term risk. These few minutes focus on short-term risk and what about it that's worth considering. This is relevant both for people who are retired and those who are not retired, but who are thinking about budgeting and saving. When money in investments needs to be harvested to meet living expenses, the risk comes in assessing the probability that the money will be there when you need it. Let's dispense with one thing quickly. When you hear or read financial discussions of risk in investments in the media, most of the time, those discussions are defining risk using a formula connected somehow to the volatility of the investments. They're beside the point here, in my opinion. The problem with these formulas is that no one has ever produced a study conclusively correlating historical price volatility with future returns. Hence, there is no research to show that lower volatility means greater future safety or higher volatility correlates to higher risk and reward. I prefer the value investing definition offered by Warren Buffett, Martin Whitman, and others, namely risk defined as the permanent loss of capital. Risk as permanent loss of capital is especially relevant in the short term. Monies that are going to be needed soon, uh, whether in the next few months or the next few years, these are funds where your patience is limited. You can't wait for markets to come back because you will need to sell investments to raise cash. If you need to cash out, you don't want the pain of having to sell at a loss or at a bad time in the market. This, in my view, is where short-term risk lives. The key question is what kind of investments one must have to make sure, no matter what, that whether it's the financial crisis of 2008 or something like the coronavirus market in 2020, there's enough money accessible to sustain your quality of life. The first thing worth keeping in mind is that you need reliable sources of cash whenever markets are down and bearish. Cash reserves in a sequence of federally insured bank uh, certificates of deposit or CDs should be a part of most plans. Some people, uh, age 62 and over, may have reverse mortgage lines of credit, which are held in reserve only for a rainy day. These are complex products, and the fees can be costly to obtain them, so approach them with caution. But if they make sense, they also can provide flexibility. Some people may have life insurance policies, permanent insurance policies, with cash value that can be accessed tax-free if necessary. Uh, the more of these kinds of reliable cash sources one has, the greater the flexibility you're going to have in managing short-term. Flexibility protects investment portfolios because the cash is still available when other investment values have declined. But when these alternative sources of cash aren't enough and more is needed, it's never a bad idea to build some sequenced, scheduled, so-called ladders of short-term solid fixed income. If you set up a plan where bonds and notes are regularly maturing and cash is becoming available for your use, you've gone a long way towards creating ample amounts of access to cash, sometimes called liquidity, and towards uh, successfully managing short-term risk. And if you have a good plan in place for that short-term, you're in great shape to invest the rest for the long-term and in pursuit of higher returns. And even more important, you can sleep well at night when markets do get rough, and they will, because your short-term is taken care of, 
and your long-term investments can be as patient as they need to be to achieve success. Thanks for watching.